This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. Missouri's Chief Justice Mary Russell is in charge of a historic state Supreme Court. This is the first time in Missouri's history that women are the majority on the high court. Russell shares with us her plans and her excitement for this new court. Ashley Bird has the story. We now have a majority of women serving on our state's highest court, on the Supreme Court of Missouri. Um, That means we have four out of the seven judges being females. It's something that I never thought I would see in my professional career. Um, I I think back to when I started practicing law um, back in the mid-'80s. Many times I was the only woman in the courtroom or the only woman at the table or um, the only woman in the room. And um, it was um, just very unusual to see very many women anywhere in litigation, um, um, even in the practice of law. Uh, and we certainly didn't see women on the bench. So it was something that I, over time, watched the number of women joining our ranks on the bench at the various levels, at our trial courts, at our courts of appeals. Um, it's been slow, um, but I really have to say I never, ever thought I would see a majority of women um, on our courts. So it's it's almost emotional for me uh, to um, to be the chief justice at this time. Um, and I, I think it's just so important for our state to, to see and to, um, to see our court be a reflection of the population that we serve. You know, courts should look like the citizens of our state and with the majority of our population and Missouri being over 50% female. Um, why shouldn't our, our Supreme Court be represented by that um, an equal percentage too. Justice Russell, you are now the first woman to serve as Chief Justice twice. What's changed for you, I think, since the last time you were Chief Justice? Well, the biggest change for us and probably for every industry and every person in this world is technology. Um, the technology has been changing so fast um, the tools that we use to do our job, the tools that we use to communicate the work we do, um, um, continue to change at a rapid pace. Um, the computers on my desk, um, I have two screens on my desk now where I used to have one screen. Um, I read all of my briefs on an iPad. Um, I take the iPad to the bench with me and um, have my notes and can, re- can review the briefs as the attorneys are arguing to me. Um, there's just been so many new things coming on the horizon, too. Now we've got uh, issues with artificial intelligence um, to figure out and to try to harness. Um, there's so many good things about um, AI and how it can help the practice of law and the delivery of legal services. But also there's a lot of the scary parts that can be abused. And so we're, we're studying that now. Um, the makeup of who um, our judges are is also ever changing as we just talked about the number of females not only being the majority in our court, um, but the number of female judges overall in the state is much higher. Um, the number of people of different, um, um, different origins, different um, ethnic groups. Um, is is different. Our courts are becoming, as I said earlier, more reflective of the citizens we serve. I think that just makes a stronger court when you have people of of diverse personal as well as professional backgrounds, um, people from different 
professional experiences, whether they've been big firm attorneys or they've been prosecutors or public defenders or legal services attorneys or corporate lawyers. Um, we have a, a wide variety of uh, people from different practice areas now serving on our bench. And those are the folks that you mentioned in your most recent column, your first column uh, back as chief justice to the public from the bench. And the first one, timely, is giving thanks to those at the heart of our court system. What are the challenges there and, and, and why it's been a particularly challenging couple of years? Well, we all are coming into our post-COVID lives and are adjusting to all of the implications that COVID had on us um, and adjusting to um, uh, using some of the lessons we've learned from COVID and how we can deliver justice and, and how we can administer the courts more efficiently. There's a lot of um, a, a lot of demands on our court staff. And one of the things that I'm doing during my two years as Chief Justice is visiting every circuit in the state, of which there are 46, not every county, but every circuit. Some circuits contained multiple counties. Uh, but my purpose is to go into the courthouses to see the court staff eyeball to eyeball, uh, to tell them thank you, that um, we appreciate what they do on the front line um, of, of our court system. They're, they're the face of the court. Um, they're the they're our heroes. Um, they're the people that, that hear the stories um, and the troubles of individuals every single day, whether it's, you know, a woman coming in to get an order of protection and she's scared for her life and trying to support her children, um, or it's a grandparent coming in um, trying to get guardianship of their grandchild because their grandchild's parents are no longer able to take care of the children. There's a lot of heart-wrenching stories, um, and those are, are just some of the uh, tip of the iceberg. You've got, you know, criminal stories, and you've got stories of, of heinous crimes and um, things that, that really have an impact on those folks that, hear this firsthand and see this firsthand, this real-life drama playing out every day in our courtrooms. Um, they're underpaid. They're overworked. We ask more of them. We ask them to learn new technology all the time. Um, we um, put new responsibilities on them. Certain constitutional amendment was passed that requires them to expunge criminal records for those with marijuana convictions. That's that was required by Amendment 3 that the voters passed. Um, that's an extra duty they have to do. But my purpose is to go in and thank them, to listen to them, and to learn what we in Jefferson City or, or we at the Supreme Court of Missouri can do to make their lives easier and make their, their jobs easier. You're listening to Show Me Today, The Voice of Missouri. I'm Ashley Byrd, and pleased to be joined here by Chief Justice Mary Russell in her term leading the highest court in the state. I do think I've heard before that you have done some visiting across the state, that you actually, in the past, were an undercover judge. Is that... <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> guilty, guilty. Um, you did that, huh? I did that. The last time I was Chief Justice, um, I thought the best way for me to be able to see if the public was being served well was to pose as an undercover survey taker. So dressed in the clothes that I wear to Walmart on a Saturday with my hair in a ponytail and no makeup 
um, and a survey monkey in my hand um, and some other staff people, we would go to um, various courthouses around the state and we would all go to a different door in the courthouse. So as people were exiting, we would ask them to um, um, answer a few questions for us on how their experience was that day in the courthouse. So it was mostly access questions, such as did you have trouble finding the courtroom? Um, did the judge listen to you? Um, did you understand what the judge told you to do? Did the judge listen to both sides? Uh, did you feel like the judge was being fair? Um, uh, did you have trouble finding a parking space? You know, just various access questions. And we asked everybody leaving the courthouse, whether they were a litigant, whether they were um, a lawyer, whether they were someone in an orange jumpsuit, um, whether they were a social worker uh, coming to testify or, you know, another expert witness or a neighbor, you know, whoever was using the court that day um, about their experiences. And um, and that was very instructive for me because actually you've got to remember it's been about um, – 20 plus years since I was um, a, a courtroom lawyer, since I represented people and was um, um, in a courtroom on a daily basis, um, um, arguing cases in front of a judge and representing people, whether it be a small business or um, a, a mother or a father or um, whatever the litigation um, matter was, I, um, I haven't been in the courtroom for a while. So I've kind of forgotten, I'm a little stale on how people um, feel and, and what the emotions are. And it was such a good experience because I'd sit out in the hallway on the bench and I could feel, you know, the worry that, that people had sitting next to me, the, the apprehension. It was their first time there. They didn't know what to expect. And this was a place where these, a strange person could maybe decide um, their fate as far as their freedom or as far as, how much money they were going to have to pay somebody or whether or not they were going to get their kids for the holidays. And, um, you know, it was, it was, I worried for them. It was scary. I know that you address and make recommendations to the legislature. Are you able to affect much change as a chief justice? Well, you know, a lot of the change that I'm looking for is things that we can do internally, structurally in how the courts um, are, uh, are operated. Um, uh, but then I, do pick up on some things once in a while. And I do invite legislators. So if I'm going to be in a particular district, um, I will let the legislator, senator, and representative from that area know that I will be in, in, in their area on their turf just as a courtesy. Um, and that if they have time and are interested, they're welcome to tour the court with me. Um, and I've been pleased with the number of legislators that um, have been able to come and um, go behind the scenes with me and talk to the uh, the court employees, the juvenile workers, you know, the bailiffs, the court reporters, uh, the clerks, you know, administrators and other staff, um, and to hear firsthand what some of their struggles and issues are. Um, one thing that we picked up along the way is um, several of the clerks who are in charge of juries. Um, the clerk from Reynolds County the other day told me that it was insulting the amount of mileage reimbursement that prospective jurors were paid. Um, our state statute sets the minimum compensation for jurors' mileage at seven cents a mile. And this particular clerk said that's just an, it's just an insult to jurors. And to go back and check the statute, and, and that's the minimum. 
Um, any county can choose to pay more. Um, any counties probably for financial reasons can only pay seven cents a mile. But um, anybody else that works in the court, if they have to travel, gets the state mileage reimbursement rate, which is probably around 50 some odd cents a mile. Um, so, you know, that's one thing that um, um, could be changed uh, by the legislature. You know, they write the laws. I certainly don't. I imagine most legislators have no idea that it's that low. Thank you for updating us on what's happening in the highest court in Missouri and under your leadership. Chief Justice Mary Russell, thanks for being with us on Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. Thank you, Ashley.